Oh, it is good to see you. I know that you've been wanting to change things up a bit back at your place, and I do think this table we just got in is so your style. Come, take a look and see what you think. Well, the colors, they're perfect for those other pieces you already picked out, don't you think? Just, uh, make sure there isn't anything important on it. If you have it somewhere, the moonlight will hit it. For no reason. Well, I'll give you a moment to think about that, but while you do, I'm sure you are still curious about the crew. <laughs> you do have quite the persistent interest in that box over there. Well, let's see, now where were we? They were talking... Ah, yes, of course. Jess was just telling the crew about their experiences going through the portals. The Keys to the Universe, a Dubious Histories podcast. Season 3! Episode 28! Treehouse Talk! Taven, Storm, Gurk, and Corin sit in a semicircle on the wooden planks forming the platform of the treehouse. Facing them are Jess and Franco, who is favoring his leg quite a bit, though the new splint seems to be helping him out. Jordan has made his way up to the second tier of the treehouse, forming the roof of the hut, but pipes into the conversation every once in a while. Jess seems to be doing most of the talking, but the other two join in to correct her when they feel the need. Our scene fades out, and we see the three teens in a car driving down the highway at night. A bright flash of light interrupts the drive, and we see the back half of the car crushed into the ground in the middle of a courtyard in the middle of a station, with Jess, Jordan, and Franco all laying on the ground nearby. Then the scene changes. We see the teens exploring the station. We see them sneaking into the labs, playing hide-and-seek in the hangar bay, swimming in the water purification tanks, and exploring all the nooks and crannies of the station. Then we see them sitting and talking, and more sitting. Sitting somewhere else, but still just sitting. In a rapid series of images, we see the spacesuit, the small scorpion robots, and Dr. Yuva's famous dive into the illuminated portal. Then we see the current team standing in front of the portal and disappear, and we see the teens running towards it as well. And that's pretty much how we got here. Uh, so I feel like you asked if they were the same, but yes and no? I mean, the first one just, like, pulled us out of nothing. It came out of nowhere, and we weren't expecting it at all. This one seemed like, I mean, everybody was planning for it for, like, that whole day. And then it was there. And then you went through it. And then we went through it. Bring the crate with you. And that happened by accident. Yeah, we brought that with us. We thought, like, we needed to bring our stuff. I mean, we're trying to get home, still. Of course, of course. Well... If and when we can find Dr. Yugo in this place, um, we believe, based on some of the other things we've found, that he has come this way, though the disparity in the, the length of time you've been here and the time we've been here is somewhat concerning. Um, perhaps we can find a way, we've made some friends in the uh, slipstream, as Kirk described it earlier, for our listeners, the wacky wavy inflatable arm man. Uh, describing the slipstream, the, uh, space-time doodles. Uh... The technical term. Yeah, the technical term. Um, perhaps we can find a way to 
get you back to your original time and knock us back where we go. I mean, that would be great. Jordan is like, that would be great. <laughs> so, your plan was that running into a random portal would take you back home. No, our plan was going into a portal would be somewhere different. Well, you got that right. We did get that right. To be honest, I don't know how much we really thought this one through. But, here we are. Yeah. Very well. So, Speaking of which, where were you planning to go from here? Is there anything around here? Have you explored much? I mean, we've explored a little bit. We found these fruit trees. That's like Kind of mostly been eating. Have like some rations that's been helping, but like, what I would not give for a hamburger right now. Sounds so good. And Frank was like, and French fries. And Jordan is like, and a chocolate shake. It's horrible. Well, honestly, meat would be great. Um. Someone has roasted. I was gonna say, did we take those? Uh, I don't, do we have any left? I'm not sure. Do we, we eat have them all? Left. Not. I don't know what you have left in your inventory. I mean, that was that wasn't that long. We haven't had any like real downtime since then, did we? Yeah, that was. Bef- I mean, you had yesterday morning. Well, my assumption was you had, that like the each... time in the pool and then because all of the yeah. like, was that the all birds after was the before. birds okay. yeah that was all my assumption was that pool. each microraptor was relatively small anyway so even though there were several of oh them, no Kevin it... has three mini raptor rations in his inventory okay. you did also have the actual bird that you kept with you but only until the next morning right um, and then you ate it the next morning uh, I would suggest. Damon, don't you still have the um, the the small raptor things? We had rations from that still. Oh yeah, I do have that. Oh, you mean like the beef jerky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, here we go. He like, I guess it's more like I don't know chicken nuggets than a hamburger, but I call it a chicken strip. Here we go, and he gives it to Corin. Like hand them out to the chickens. See, right. things are already looking. Oh up. my Neat. gosh, this is amazing! Jordan comes down off the top thing. They start eating. You guys want like some fruit? I would take them? some fruit. Yes. All right. He gives you a fruit. It's a nineteen. It's delicious. It's some of the best fruit you've ever eaten. Watermelon. Oh. Watermelon? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's a really, really good watermelon. And he's like... Oh. And he's like, pieces of the watermelon stuck to his face for... Excellent. This is not the kind of folding work I wanted. <laughs> right? <laughs> he gave me watermelon. I did. That's expect. my own fault. That is my own fault. Well, um, I believe our... Our plan is to probably continue in the direction we've been heading um, and see if we can't find some sort of civilization or other signs of Yuvu. Well. Have you 
We haven't found really any civilization. I answered. <laughs> How far have you traveled? We, well, actually, let's see, have we talked to you and Taven since you climbed up the cliff? You would have had time to do that. I don't know if we actually, like, did that on air. We also didn't end up making it high enough up to be able to see terribly much. Yeah. Okay. Well, perhaps that's our next step, is deciding what direction we should progress in the morning. Well. Oh, so you mentioned dinosaurs. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Can't interrupt us on that. How big? Big. Like the ones that Real we, big. The, the ones that Real we, big. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Well. What do you mean, well, like the ones that we... Are you dinosaurs? Well, n- no. Um, based on our understanding, the, the most recent anomaly prior to our departure was what we would refer to as a dinosaur. Oh, yeah, um, that T-Rex. And, and yes, there is a lot more resources at hand um, then... So I'm just wanting to make sure we have precautions if that's the kind of creature we might find in this time. I mean, Franco's like, here's the deal. We must have decided to avoid everything. Because it's Fair. terrifying. We haven't seen anything that big, but it probably did come from here, based on what we've seen. Yes. We perhaps. saw some Stegosaurus over there. That was cool. We like point. Quite interesting. No allosaurs. It seems that... I want to see an ankylosaur. As we go back through the anomalies... He's kind of like tunes and at this point, it's like whatever. Like, we've been getting closer and closer to this time period, perhaps. What do you mean by closer and closer to this? This is me, Alex, saying what do you... So looking back through the anomalies... um, Yeah, because the anomalies have been gradually getting... Space frogs... Further and further back in time... The three space youths... uh, Strange plants... Dinosaur. So... I'm like, hmm... Perhaps... Yuvu has been, in fact... If he is the cause of this, as we believe he is been slowly dialing in a specific time period that he wanted to return to, or space-time, wherever this might be, and he found it in this, for whatever reason. But why would we, why would he want to come here? Well, I, I'm, I'm not certain, but this does mean, he looks at the teens, that there seems to be a way to control which time the anomaly transports you to. Well, from. I mean, that's good news. Interesting. We will have to find Dr. Yuva and ask. Yes, I suppose that is the question now, Girk, is why now? Why here? Interesting. Maybe he was just looking for larger reptilians to experiment upon. What do you mean, like... Dinosaurs? Like that really big T-Rex? Yeah. That seems crazy to experiment though. Dr. Yuvu is seemingly not the best judge of feasibility. What do you mean by that? Well, 
based on our observations of his current work and his... Do you mean current work like here or current work like back there in the space station? On on Orana, he seemed to be having some success with reptiles in particular for his biomimetic, his neurological implant. Oh yeah, that's true. So, he was probably buoyed by his success and has overestimated his abilities and has decided a larger specimen is worth attempting currently. Despite you know what kind of experiments he was doing? His records seem to indicate that he was able to increase the intelligence of a lizard named Linda. I do not know how he measured such a thing. I also do not know to what end he would want an intelligent T-Rex? Is that what you call that thing? Yeah, you never heard of a T-Rex? has not come across my desk in my field of study. They are rather ancient. I deal with the biology of living things, primarily. In, I the, mean, in the desire to keep them that way. That's rather unfortunate, because they seem to be living now. Yes. Uh, Jordan pipes up, and he's like... He, like, rubs his head. And it's like... You think he's increasing the intelligence of lizards, and you think he's experimenting on dinosaurs? How smart did they get? Not enough to escape the cage he had them in. The, the fish were able to repeatedly jump out of the water in order, so he is... Getting somewhere. I'm gonna look through his notebook those, that I have. Weren't those entirely robotic fish? Were entirely robotic? Those were entirely robotic. Uh, I'm gonna look through Yubu's journal and see if he has any notes. His old journal has been used for a month and a half. Reading check? Intelligence, I guess? Yeah, intelligence. Wait, roll your reading stat. Uh, I have neither reading nor rainbows. No, that's too bad. Intelligence. Not a sad life, but... Uh, What'd you get? I'm gonna re-roll, that was a four. No, it was a seven. Either way, I'm gonna re-roll. Okay. Ha-ha! That was an eight. (laughs) Plus intelligence. Oh, that was including your intelligence? Yeah. What'd you roll on the die? Eight. Oh. I, I'm adding yeah. an eight. Oh, so you need another. Yeah, yeah. Um, how long have you had his journal? Um, since we searched his lab, which would have been. And you searched his lab? Days? Yeah. Okay, so you. And honestly, in that 48 hours, you probably haven't had a ton of time. We have to really looked like at it. We have referenced it a couple times. Uh, um, let's see, because I actually have. 
But it's not like it's giving you a ton of time to just, like, sit down and, like, leaf through the whole thing and study it really good. Uh, yeah. So the, the thing that we had when I looked at initially is it hasn't been used for about a month and a half. He's got a number of blank pages that stopped in a weird location. That led me to think that Yuvu may no longer be Yuvu. Um, because of, like, a disjunction in his, his work. Cool. Um... You got an eight total with your roll? Yeah. So I suppose this would be like me doing a quick flip through. Uh, you like, okay, was there anything about what limits of intelligence he's made it to? We have other ones that say, risky science, more samples, more access, reverse it in quotes, and wait for opportunity. And those were all from his like video logs, right? Uh, yeah, this is all stuff from his desk, specifically. Yeah, so when you were doing his desk, you were looking at his, like, video logs. Um, with an eight, you don't find any information about the limits of intelligence. And, uh, in fact, it seems like mostly in this journal he is working on other stuff. More like the mechanical stuff. Okay. And less like the intelligence modification stuff. Um, Alright, so I kind of flipped through like, mm, I don't see anything off the top of my head. Perhaps tonight I'll spend some more time to look through it. Um, Gurk. Gurk. Yeah, go for it. Do you still have that fragment of circuitry that we found, that you found when we first arrived? To identify the path. According to my she notes, you do. Okay, I was going to say, I do, but for some reason it's not listed. I, I have a blank spot we, in my... I think yeah, Alex had you. I let you add it to your robotics parts. Yeah. I was That's saying. why it's 11 and not 10. That seemed like an odd number. Uh, for real. I'm going to take that back out of there and go back to 10. Okay. Yeah, so it's Gert. And just name it Suspicious Components. Just name it Left Handed Components, it's fine. May I see it for a bit? Yes. <clears throat> Storm would like to try... Go straight into his eyeball. <laughs> no. Yeah, Storm wants to try to use his cybernetic fingers and his... Hack computer system skill nice. to see if he can get anything out of this fragment of, of whatever we found. Cool. Like diagnostic information or nice. something. Yep, that's awesome. So. Immediately controls his brain. Yep, 12. You are Dr. Yuba now. <laughs> this Welcome, is, Doctor. This was the artifact all along. <laughs> That is, again, a 13 on a d12. That's, per, that's pretty good on a d12, yeah. a 13. Yep. Hey, friendos. Welcome back to DHHQ. It's me, Alex, your friendly neighborhood GM. This is the part of the show where I come out and do cat whispering ASMR. But I don't have a cat, so I suppose I'll have to go hunt one down outside. Oh wait, no. This is the part of the show where I tell you stuff. Stuff like, thanks for listening. You are most excellent, my dude. 
Also stuff like, sorry that this episode is a little worse on the sound quality. We had a file corrupt and are using the backup file instead, which to be honest, I'm surprised we made it like 77 episodes before needing the backup. But yeah, technology should be back to normal for the next episode. Also, the usual stuff like we love hearing from you. If you want to get a hold of us, a good way to do that is on the good, good social media or by emailing us at dubioushistories at gmail.com. And other stuff like thanks again for supporting us, whether you do that by listening to our show when it drops, repeat listening, telling a friend about our show, or supporting us financially on Patreon, it all adds up. Turns out putting together this thing actually does take some work. So if you'd like to help support that work financially, head on over to patreon.com slash dubioushistories. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot C-O-M slash D-U-B-I-O-U-S-H-I-S-T-O-R-I-E-S. Or just click on the link in the episode description. There are a variety of support levels, so hopefully there's one that works for you and how much you want to support us. But if not, send us an email or let us know otherwise what would work better for you. And finally, stuff like, you are awesome, and I appreciate that you actually listen to this mid-break business. So thanks for that. And that's all I've got for the mid-break. So now back to the action. So you're kind of like fiddling with it for a little bit and um, there's a port on kind of like one of the pieces. Um, I can't remember how much detail I gave you about kind of like what you collected before, but um, it seemed like it had been like damaged and like, you know, part of a larger thing that had been crushed or smashed or whatever. Um, and so you're like kind of like fiddling with it. You like clean some of the stuff off because maybe Girk didn't care too much about having schmutz all over the robotics pieces. Um, Rachel across the table from me is like nodding and yeah, it wasn't schmutzy enough. Um, yeah, it probably got more schmutz. So uh, you kind of like clean it off, and you realize like, oh, there is like this little port on the side, and because you have cybernetic fingers, you can like hack directly into that. Um, and basically what this lets you do is um, access like a little microchip that's in there that has um, like a power supply attached to it. And then that microchip has like information about where the power should have gone to from the other parts and pieces of this. So it lets you get a like schematic of what this was originally a part of. This is horrible for me as an art teacher talking to an engineer about how robotics, anything should work, <laughs> but just run with it. Okay, they're electrical um, computer engineers. They don't know anything about this stuff. Oh, and yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Pro tip for any aspiring GMs out there. Don't. No, know <laughs> your players' strengths and weaknesses? <laughs> If, we live in a sci-fi universe. We don't know if electricity works the same way. Yeah. Um, I can suspend belief for that. The pro tip is... What? I was just going to let him keep going. Oh. The pro tip is... Don't do homebrew sci-fi. <laughs> Your players are engineers. I was going to say that. Free yeah. sci-fi because they'll love it. Um... Anyways, uh, yeah, so there's, like, this little microchip that has, like, you know, basically the distribution of where the power would go from that power supply, um, and even though it's not connected anymore, it still, like, allows you to access the information of, like, oh, this is, like, what this would look like, um, and you can gather that, like, this was a part of one of those little, like, um, 
you know, like spear robots that like put out the little arms that were like walking around. Okay. Um, and so that's a part and piece to one of those things. I'm not sure if there's anything like specific information that you're looking for, but if there's more questions you want to ask about that, feel free. Or all uh, of the I'll components? Make stuff up. Part of that? That was the component. That was the only component that we found. No, it says Girk found more components. Hmm? I have Girk found electrical components in the mine in the trail with the boot print slash Skechers logo. Teens probs be here too. Girk thinks components may be used implant. Some three-toed reptilian footprint also there. Three sets for teens, four-legged creatures, patuki, hoof prints, etc. Girk found more components. I think Girk got a really good awareness rule. Um, so yeah, we'll just say that the other components that she found were all kind of like parts and pieces to that same robot mechanism. Confirms. I think I think mm-hmm. the extra pieces were actually what allowed you to add that to your. Oh, you gathered okay. like enough stuff to add uh, another well, thing into your. <laughs> I have taken it back out because I think that's the right call. Okay. Up to you. Yeah, I don't think that's exactly what Storm was looking for when he, like, thought of this, but it's probably worthwhile information to have to some degree anyway. So. What were you like? I, what was he specifically looking for? Was I was trying to, kind of like, well, I was hoping that it would end up being, like, a variant of the implant that he had on Linda or something. Like, if he was coming here specifically to try to mm. apply implants to dinosaurs, you sure. know, maybe he dropped one or something and get a sense of, probably not exactly how the thing works, but at least get a sense of, like, what it might be capable of. But that's fine. Yeah. I understand that we didn't get lucky. We got a different part. Whatever. Yep. It's not that. Yep. But, fair. Um, Gert, knowing that there are these dinosaurs um, about, and that potentially Dr. Yuhu is trying to modify their mental capacities, perhaps, do you have your charts? Oh, I have the parts to make them. Perhaps set up a charge or two, um, so we can all get good night's rest tonight. I like that plan. She sets to work. All right. Do you want me to roll for that? It's a skill. Um, I think you have enough time to set up your turrets at this point. I think the skill is so that you can do it, like, mid-combat, mm-hmm. but with the time that you have here, you can do that. It takes five pieces of my kit. I have ten pieces. Do a turret. Cool. So I could do two. I'm going to do two in opposite directions that have a slight overlap on their field of fire. Field Where of do fire. you set them up? Below was, the treehouse? and going tree to house? say above, like in the treehouse, like on the, on the, on the, how I'm imagining the treehouse. A single room, but when a you step out. A single room, but. A single room, but is a massive but. Single room. But we got it. There's a little patio. Oh, a wraparound porch in the swing? Nope, not a wraparound oh, porch, no. just think, the front. Think more like a tiny room and okay. a bigger patio. Okay. And call it a deck instead of a deck is a more deck, appropriate. Deck is fair. Deck is fair. I'll take deck. I was going to put them up there because I don't want someone to like sneak up and steal my turrets. 
So, like, getting up to them is still sure. going to take effort. Yeah. Um, I thought you were going to be sleeping between them, so... I'll be between the two. It's hard for someone to steal one. <laughs> but I don't want to sleep on the ground. If I was going to put them on the ground, I don't want... No, 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 no. So, that gets a kind of, like, an important... Are we all sleeping up in the treehouse? Yeah, that's the I, question. Because if we're not, then I can put them on the ground. But if we're all coming up here, I'd rather... Because I feel like it's a very defensible position. I think Storm was going to pitch the tent as usual on the ground. I think Taven would feel more comfortable not sleeping on the treehouse, which is a bit ramshackle, okay. being as heavy as he is. That's fair. But, but you can sleep small. up there with I the turrets. Yeah, Steven, yeah Taven but... is all about, like, you put the turrets up there, we got it down here. Okay. Flips his hammer. I like that. And from my experience on the ship, my turrets do have a decent range and should have the ability to shoot from the top of the treehouse down to the ground fine. So. Yeah. Um, okay, so what are some things... Kind of as we're closing out this particular session, what are some like next steps that you guys want to be doing next? So, obviously, you're resting here for the evening. Oh my god! Yeah, so like immediate next steps for Storm are continue the sort of like healing process on Franco, pitch the tent, and have it ready to go for sleep, and then his proposal for. Continuing our mission, our actual mission of finding Dr. Yuhu, is to see if we can locate where the game trail that we were originally following picks up, like on the other side of this clearing or on a different side of the, you know. Because his first thought is, let's just keep following the trail that we were already following and see where it goes. It got us here, which was somewhat successful. So. Well, and that's what's interesting, right? You did right? kind of lose the trail and were able to follow it using your cybernetic eye, basically follow the path of the tracks, more like the teen's tracks, more than like continuing to have been following a path for a while. Um, but that doesn't mean it doesn't pick back up somewhere. Okay. Yeah, and obviously, like, depending on how far we've traveled, it's easily possible that the game show we would find is a different one, you know, or a new one or whatever. But still well, want to look for one. That at least gives you some direction. And hopefully an easier progress through the dense jungle. Also healing Tavin, because he's still poisoned. And myself. And yourself, that's correct, right. I think Gurk is focused on... Once we get up in the morning and the teens have had a minute to think i want them to think through um any weird things like things that didn't make sense while they've been here because we found their trail on top of dr yuvu's trail right what we believe is right so they don't believe they've seen him okay was he hiding from them was he that far ahead of them did they come after like before him after him like i want to try and figure out the timeline of them and dr yuvu and if they've been hearing weird rustling in the branches and that was him walking by and they just happened to cross pads and not realize it. Like I want to like camouflaged now that they've had a minute, they've got some security. They can think through things without being in panic mode a little bit. What's the timeline? What happened here? Where like, how did we stumble onto the path for both of them? How did they fun? Anyway, there's a, there's a lot of coincidences in this situation that don't make sense. 
Yeah, because at this point, we, we believe that everyone's come through at the same location. We just don't know the difference in time. Mm-hmm. It seems that the team's flipped and have been here for two weeks. Mm-hmm. We took a more roundabout method and have been here for about two days. So, I like that, trying to figure out the timeline. Um, I mean, my personal opinion is that, like, we just take the teams with us, and we, yeah, keep, I like the, the path that you were saying, is that just try to pick up another path and see if there's another route that's been made going through. Um, yeah. You look like you're shaking your head to the idea of bringing the teams. I don't, yeah, I don't think Storm would be super on board with bringing the teams along, necessarily. Um... If we, we need, need them, though. I know. Here's my... Right. Well, it becomes a matter of, like, if we need to stealth, is that going to be easier without the teens there? The teens are probably stealthier than you or <laughs> True. <laughs> Here's my logic. But also, like... That's not need... saying much. <laughs> the, the other thing is, like, if we get into a confrontation with Dr. Yu, he doesn't want to have to be, like protecting the teens or having them be in the way so to speak like he doesn't want to have to be babysitting them as they're walking through the jungle because they're not used to field work and like he and Taven are more so to be fair neither is Corin. <laughs> yes so they're already having to take care of two well so I speak. think that we can make that decision later I think, like, for now, we kind of know where we want to try to get some people healed up a little bit, recover a little bit, try to find a trail or a heading, and go from there for the future. Does that seem good to everybody? Uh, yeah, Storm does also want, I have one more thought. Uh, Storm wants to share whatever information he got out of the computer part with Girk, and maybe with Girk's robotics knowledge, she could, like, find a weakness or something so that if we have to fight some of these things knowing that there's the possibility they're here we'd have some sort of better advantage than just wait for Katsu to kill them all which doesn't happen as good fair uh cool this is what I have on my list for kind of next steps um healing Franco setting up camp here for the night uh, I'll just this well, is actually what I reckon. Storm, healing Franco, pinch the tent, does the trail pick back up on the other side of this clearing, sleep at the treehouse, cure poison from Taven and Storm, quote, have the teens seen any anomalies or weird things since they've been here, end quote, sub point, what is the timeline? Uh, teens, two weeks, team, two days. Yuvu, question mark? Yeah. Because did he blip also? Did he have a more controlled arrival, but faster than ours? Because ours was a little bit meandering. And then try to find weakness in Robot Scorpion. Well, we know... Also, Corrin's reading the notebook this evening. Corrin's reading the notebook this evening. Taking 20, if you will. Also, I think I know what you were going to say, because he showed up somewhere else in our time stream. Did he? Now I'm getting confused. Who? Dr. Yuvu. I don't 
moon. I'm thinking of the, the diamond planet. He wasn't there, though. No. No, so not as far as you know. That was, uh, I'm getting confused. Uh, psychological basilisk. Yes. Temporal thing. The temporal devourer. Yeah. No, no, no. No, that was something else. Well, the temporal devourer was... In the form of the diamond basilisk yes. initially, yes, because it was like a mental thing. Yeah. Uh, no, I was going to say we didn't hear anything from the exonets, since we know what they are as players. We didn't hear anything from the exonets about interacting with Yuvu, which makes me think... I think we know what not. they are as characters. I think they introduced themselves. As exonets, yeah. 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 But anyway, point is... They, they did not interact with you. That's a good point. Right. As far as we know. Which implies that he did not stop at the spindle. Didn't stop, but did he blip or did he... Sure. Sure. Just... Blipping feels... Um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Violent. <laughs> but Storm also would... Abrupt. <laughs> Storm would interpret that if Yuvu wanted to come to this time... He could go straight then here. Then he would probably yeah. want to come straight here. But is, and then it's just the debate of what is comfortable for time travel. How comfortable was blipping? That's another thing I want to find Not out. Not very. Okay. I don't think I mean, you would do that. I will tell you, like, it is extremely abrupt. I don't abrupt, know that. That's the word I was looking for. I think we, we're, oh. <laughs> we're positing that you have Good. some amount of control over the when. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, think, don't think we have any evidence how. that he has control over the how. Interesting. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. So he may not have had a choice Interesting. in whether he blipped or not. But is blipping the ideal or the extreme non-ideal? Anyway, I have more questions. <laughs> I go back. Do a homebrew. This is so fun. This has been the Keys to the Universe, a Dubious Histories podcast.